Hello and welcome to our podcast on the effects of the Industrial Revolution and the Civil War. My name is Ethan Rode, and I'll later be joined by Matthew Pollan. In the first part of our podcast, diving into the historical context of the Industrial Revolution and defining what it was. In the second part of our podcast, Matthew will be describing the massive impact the Industrial Revolution had on the Civil War. The United States sought economic independence, especially after United States merchant ships were attacked by European powers and Thomas Jefferson placed embargoes on trades with many European countries. Americans still needed those goods that they've been getting from European countries, so they had to manufacture those goods themselves. This signified the start of the Industrial Revolution in the United States in the early 1800s. This was a time of many inventions manufacturing improvements, and infrastructure improvements. Some of the main early inventions from the Industrial Revolution in the United States include the cotton gin, the steamboat, the mechanical reaper, the steel plow, and the telegraph. The cotton gin was invented by Eli Whitney, which made it much easier to separate the seeds and short staple cotton from the fiber. All one had to do to operate this machine was turn a crank. Uh, one of his larger gins could roughly produce 50 times the amount a person could have in one day before this invention. This invention revolutionized the textile industry. Robert Fulton made improvements on the already existing steamboat, and he made use of his Claremont practical. He used his steamboat to bring people from New York to Albany and ended up making 21 steamboats in his lifetime. Mechanical Reaper was invented by Cyrus McCormick, and this made harvesting small grains like wheat and rye much easier. The machine cut through grain stalks with ease and largely improved the harvesting process as a whole. The steel plow was invented by John Deere, which made corn farming more efficient. It had a high demand among other corn farmers because it was the only machine like itself that could turn prairie sod in the fields. The first recognized telegraph in the United States was invented by Samuel Morse, which could instantly transmit messages using Morse code, which he also invented. Some users could send 40 to 50 words per minute using his telegraph. Manufacturing massively improved during this time because of the beginning of the improvements in machinery, the development of interchangeable parts and assembly lines. Some improvements which caused the production of manufactured items speed up included the spinning wheel and the steam engine which powered machinery. Interchangeable parts and assembly lines both contributed to the beginning of the mass production of some products. Assembly lines allowed for the division of labor within factories where each person could have a specific part or job and then pass it on down the line which made manufacturing much faster and easier. Interchangeable parts were invented by Eli Whitney and were applied in the manufacturing of mainly weapons. This enabled unskilled workers to make weapons faster and cheaper, and also allowed for much easier repairs to weapons. Improvements in infrastructure in the United States at this time included the development of roads, bridges, canals, and railroads. The Erie Canal, for example, began construction in 1817 and was completed very well and timely. The canal was 363 miles long 
and went from Albany to Buffalo. This canal and others were used for a huge improvement in inland transportation in the United States. The Erie Canal also improved the New York economy and made it an important port in the country. More than half of the imports to America went through New York because of this canal. It also allowed for a much cheaper cost of sending goods along the canal. Many roads, bridges, and railroads were also developed during the Industrial Revolution, which allowed for much easier transportation. Uh, in the next part of our podcast, Matthew will join me to talk about the massive impact all this had on the American Civil War. And here he is. Hey, Matthew, it's great to have you. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Now, please take it away. The Civil War used technological advances from the Industrial Revolution to make great changes in industrial development. The South and North both took advantage of the newly made railroad and river transportation. The North had developed a mixed economy that that newly made railroad and river transportation. The The North had developed a mixed economy that was beginning to become highly increasingly industrialized. In the beginnings of the 19th century, large factories and facilities were built. In Lyle, Massachusetts, they had large textile mills that employed hundreds of workers. In 1860, the South and North were still mainly agricultural and were highly dependent upon the sale of staples, mainly cotton. In 1850, 1815, cotton was the most valuable export in the United States, and in 1840, it was worth more than all the other exports combined. The Southern states produced more than two-thirds of the world's supply of cotton, but the South also had little manufacturing capability with only about 29% of the railroad tracks, 13% of the nation's banks. The South tried to experiment with using slaves in manufacturing, but for the most part, it was well satisfied with its profitable agricultural economy. The North was moving towards a commercial and manufacturing economy, which would have had a direct impact on its weapon-making ability. And in 1860, 90% the nation's manufacturing output came from the northern states. North produced 17 times more cotton and woolen textiles than the south, 30 times more leather goods, 20 times more pig iron, and 32 times more firearms. North produced 3,200 firearms to every 100 produced in the south, and only about 40 percent of the northern population was still engaged in agriculture by 1860 as compared to 84% in the South. The industrialization of the northern states had an impression upon urbanization and immigration in 1860. 26% of northern people who lived in urban areas. This was because of the impressive growth in cities such as Chicago, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Detroit. Uh, They had their farm machinery, food processing, machine tool, and railroad equipment factories, while about one-tenth of the southern population lived in urban areas. The free states attracted most of the people from European immigration through the mid-19th century, and a whopping seven-eighths of foreign immigrants settled in free states. Consequently, the population of the states that stayed in the Union approximately 23 million, which compared to the South's population of 9 million in the Confederacy. This led to the Union having 3.5 million males of military ages, 18 to 45, compared to 1 million to the South. About 75% of Southern males fought the war as compared to about 50% of Northern men. 
As the North and the South mobilized for war, the strengths and weaknesses of the free labor economic system became clear, especially in their ability to support and maintain a war economy. The Union's industrial and economic capacity rocketed during the war as the North continued its rapid industrialization to stifle the rebellion. In the South, they had a much smaller industrial base, fewer rail lines, and an agricultural economy based upon the slave labor that made the mobilization of resources more difficult. Despite the South's obvious disadvantages, they did have more trained officers, they could easily grow food, and they were fighting in their own territory. But as the war dragged on, the Union's advantages in the factories, railroads, and manpower put the Confederacy at a great disadvantage. Almost every part of the Union economy saw an increased production. Mechanization and farming allowed a single farmer to grow crops, crops such as corn or wheat to plant, harvest, and process more than was possible. By 1860, a threshing machine could thresh 12 times as much grain per hour as six men could. This mechanization became even more important as farmers left their homes to enlist in the Union Army. Those remaining behind could continue to manage the farm using labor-saving devices like reapers and horse-drawn planters. Also, new technologies like the telegraph railroads and other communication and transportation developments that Ethan mentioned before can contribute to the North's winning of the war. All right. Thank you so much, Matthew, for joining me. And that will conclude our podcast on the effects of the Industrial Revolution in the Civil War. Thanks, everyone, for listening.